0: Hey y'all, I'm so, so pumped to share this guest with you today. She is a smarty-mix smart pants when it comes to finances and money and all that good stuff, Um, which, I mean, money should make you really excited in your business. And yes, it can seem scary to uh, figure out how to manage it and the fact that it's coming in and going out, it's like, what's even happening? But I promise you this guest is totally going to help you ease all of that. So, Michelle, how are you doing today?
1: Good. How are you doing? I'm doing
0: very, very well. So let's go ahead and start off by just having you shoot us a couple of details about you and your business.
1: Sure. So I am Michelle Bowbrow. I'm the founder of the Holistic Wallet, where I help creators like us manage their money in fun and s- simple ways. I kind of help them get the means, methods, and mindset to like embody great financial habits, rather than like trying to strive for them like they're on some kind of money diet. So yeah. <laughs> doesn't yes. sound like fun
0: to me. But. Yeah, not even a little bit. Amen to all of that. Um, I think we all could use some of your goodness. So let's go ahead and dive in to the good stuff. So today we're really going to be diving into how to mindfully manage your cash flow and automate your goals, which, you know, cash flow is something that I don't think I Thought about or was um, maybe it just like just it really wasn't in my world when I started my business. Um, I was just like, oh, money comes in, money goes out. You know, it's just it just happens. And you know, I had a couple check yourself moments that <laughs> involved cash flow. And I was like, oh, this like actually is not smart. So I totally am like, let's figure out this cash flow thing. And I think that it's going to be really awesome for people. To hopefully get ahead of the curve of some cash flow issues, but even if you are in the middle of a cash flow issue, then listen up, get your notepads out, get your iPads out, whatever you're putting your stuff because this is going to be a big note-taking podcast. I'm just forewarning you. So, kind of describe your business or your clients' businesses before they implement these particular processes.
1: So, I'll talk about my business first because Perfect. this was a big growing pain for me, <laughs> um, which is funny because I'm a financial coach. So. Yeah. I started the holistic wallet when I was still in the corporate sector. So uh-huh. I still had some uh, consistent income coming in. So when it came time to like invest in business expenses, it was fine. Like I had a cushion and I had savings and I had, you know, all that, that luxury of plan B or safety net. Right. Um, then when I left and was in the holistic wallet solely full time, it was a little uncomfortable for me. It was like a a really big shock and it was really difficult because like when it comes to like, I had mastered my spending and like spending systems around the personal finance side. Mm. But when it came to business, like, and, and the way that a lot of business products are sold and marketed, it's like, well, you, you buy this and it's going to make you more money, right? Like these are investments that are going to earn you more money. So. Right. Now, of course, that doesn't work out with everything that we invest in, right? So, no. <laughs> but like when when I'm, you know, when and you're like, oh, like I need to get this VA or I need to upgrade this software or I need, you know, all the or take that business trip. Like, there's all these things that like have the potential to be a return on, it, like, to make you more money. Um, but like, doesn't really work out that way, especially when you do too many things at once and you're not like really giving anything your all. So. And it's, and it's very difficult to like filter out those purchases because you kind of feel guilty about not investing in them. Right. Like, because you're like, well, you know, am I holding myself back? Do I not, do I not think I'm worthy enough? Like all the, all the stuff that like the copy speaks to in all these, anything that's sold to you online um, is basically like all the thoughts that came, that went through my head. But of course like that wasn't sustainable. So um, I had to figure that out. And I didn't just have to figure it out for myself. I had to figure it out for my clients too. So so there was a little bit of a learning curve there for like about three or four months when I you know, had my share of, should I go back to corporate breakdowns? Um, yep. In there. <laughs> but yeah. So I, I was like, the, what I do with anything in my business or in life is like when something's not working, I look for what is working. Like even if it's not in that piece, I look mm-hmm. for something that's working someplace else. So I'm like, okay, what can I translate over now? Of course, you know, it's not like it could be apples and oranges, but I try to find something that I can piggyback onto. Totally,
0: Yeah, no, that totally, totally makes sense. So then was there something that finally drove you to put a process in place? Like, was it, you know, I don't know, mishandling a client or maybe it was all those corporate meltdowns. Was there (laughs) just like a moment or moments that you remember that were like, okay, this has got to change
1: yeah i I don't remember the exact moment, but I remember feeling like I wasn't a legitimate business owner and i i never like until I got my business spending in place like it like put some systems around that um like I had around my personal finances I just didn't feel legitimate. it felt like just like a hobby or like totally. experiment or something
0: yeah that so makes sense it's like there's those small things that, that make you feel that way. Like mine was when I was like, Oh, I got my LLC and like, I have my like bank business banking accounts Mm -hmm. and like all these things that can really make you feel like super legitimate and help you like actually be legitimate. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's funny how that can really help you shift into like a true, like entrepreneurial, like mindset and and, um, physical state too as well. So start to walk us through the steps you took to create this process around really mindfully managing cash flow and also talking about goals as well.
1: The way that I design any financial plan is starting from goals and values. So, which is really like, that's why we're doing this. Because if we don't have a reason for why we're doing something like, what's the point? We're not going to stick with it. We're not going to be consistent. Right. So when it came to, like, when I was saving in my corporate job and, you know, managing my budget and, and that kind of stuff there, it was to leave. Like, I was very passionate about leaving and having my <laughs> yeah. own, being self-employed and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So, like, I had that drive. Then once I was in it, like, I was like, oh, well, like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> and... <laughs> Like us, oh, so I, I like reached a milestone, but now what? So, goal setting is huge, and not just like goals like I want to have like make six figures in six months, but like, right, why, why do you want that? Like, what does that look like? Like, what do your days look like? What does that actually give you? And is for everything that you want, like, is six figures even in, enough, or do you even need six figures? Like, you know, I think like that's a right. big turn thrown around in our industry. I don't know if like that, that number is very unique to to different people.
0: Yeah, I so, Um, so agree that it's (laughs) like, are you doing this because you think it's what you should be doing? Or like, do you actually like, have you thought about what making six figures looks like in your schedule or understanding how much taxes are going to take out and Mm -hmm. all these different things, you know, they're just like, or there's people who have that money mindset where it's like, well, you know, I just, I just need six figures. Like that's, or I just need 50,000. It's yeah. like, no, it's not about just it's like, yeah. but what do you want? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And and if you, I mean, I, I might be like a little rebellious when it comes to this stuff, but like I, if I don't, if it's something that I should be doing, or I think I should be doing something like I'm just not going to do it. Right. Like I'm just, like, I don't want to just have to should do something. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not even a little bit. So agree. So after you figure out the why of the goals and all that, then what's next?
1: So you have goals and, and the way that I create financial plans is to like simplify as much as possible so that we're like not constantly chasing different things. right? Right. So when it comes to like our finances, it, and that like whole feast and famine type cycle where we have like on one end, the money's coming in and on the other end, money's going out. Mm -hmm. So when in our businesses, like I recommend setting things up so that you don't have to worry about the expense side of things that like the expenditures are just kind of, um, automated and, um, accounted for in advance. And I'll talk more about that later, but like so you can just focus on making money. So like you don't have to worry about like oh like I have to make money and then I also have to pay this bill and I also have to mm. like I have to earn this money like really soon because that's going to be due in two weeks or um right. or like this new thing came up this new opportunity came up and like I didn't bring on enough clients to pay for that or or whatever it is that that we're kind of like going back and forth. Um, so the systems that I create are like very streamlined and i think it's why i reached out to you because like this is this this is very um much aligned with like let's simplify as much as possible so we can focus on the most important thing which is like not just making money but like creating impact with like what we're doing to make money yeah so which is that's the work we really want to be doing we don't want to like if we wanted to be bookkeepers like we would have gone into that business right
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Or if you're like doing all your admin all the time, it's like, I know I didn't get into business to be a glorified secretary. So yeah. <laughs> let's not do that, people.
1: A lot of like when we think of like business budgets, right? They're like these or budgets in general, they're like these really cumbersome spreadsheets with like 80 different categories. And mm-hmm. there's like, it's like, oh, you need like electricity and rent and internet. And there's like, in each thing's like a line item where I'm, putting it into like as minimal categories as possible. So like grouping all the fixed expenses together because the fixed expenses are fixed. They're not going to change. So like, if you know what, like you've like, decided what you're going to keep and what you're going to get rid of. You're like, Oh, I don't really need high speed internet, which I don't know how many business online <laughs> business owners are going to give up their high speed internet. But, right. Um, but whatever, something like I don't need like the, I have, i I'm so slim at this, at this point in my business. Right. I can't think of like, like any, what is even happening. It's yeah. like, if you have, I know I just
0: spoke to somebody who had MailChimp and, um, mm. a, a- Weber, and they mm. were, because they liked Aweber's pop-up designs, but they liked MailChimp's designs of the actual email. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. You should yeah. not be
1: having two of these things. <laughs> exactly. Like that, having two email marketing systems. Like, once you can like, clean that up and you know like, what you're keeping and what you're getting rid of, right. you know how much you're paying for your subscriptions. or your yeah. Even like you have your VA or your um, accountant or stuff like that. Like, you, you can generally figure out like what those are going to cost you approximately every month but even even I shouldn't say approximately like you know like the ones that are fixed you keep those together and then there's your taxes right which is a good problem to have right we want to save money for taxes because that means we're profitable we want to have another bucket that's for our profits right that just what we're getting paid so that's like in the whole profit first system that's a big thing of like knowing how much you're paying yourself like what you're going to take home and what you need to live off of personally so that like not only are you not struggling to pay your business's bills, but you're not struggling to pay your own. And there's that. And then there are the, the variable expenses, your flexible expenses. And that is that is the only focus that I recommend having on your finances is just worrying about focusing on your flexible, variable, discretionary spending. So you're not incorporating that into like your whole business budget. You just have this one little budget of like, all right, I'm giving myself $2,000 a month to spend on my VA and Facebook ads and Mm. um, travel or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, You can also put in, like I always recommend like putting a little like buffer in there because, uh, you know, opportunities happen and you don't want to like go over budget or, or, you know, feel like super restricted uh, because we can't account for everything. But like, you don't want to have too much of a buffer because then you want to have some skin in the game, right? You want to have like some reason to like, be consistent and not like have, you know, get carried away with like shiny object syndrome when like somebody comes out with a course and it's not really in your plan right now, but you're like, Oh, well, I think this would like make me lots of money. (laughs) Like, will it, (laughs) or like, are you just getting distracted? So yeah, that's kind of like, I I use the financial piece to not just like manage money, but also manage our energy and our boundaries and maintain focus on like, what's really important because there's always going to be the next course and the next, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and some of them are really valuable. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't invest in those things, but like, it it like looking at it through that lens helps us filter like, what really matters to me right now. Like, what's what really will have the best return on investment for me?
0: Yeah, I so so agree. I think having too much of a buffer is where it's like, oh, of course, I have this money here, so I I should just spend it. And I definitely am a spender, not a saver. Um, I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I have. Um, I use actually the profit first method of Mm -hmm. just like how to manage that stuff. And so I understand, like, I only look at my operating expenses account. Like I don't look at really like my taxes account, like things just percentage wise get sent to those other accounts, but I only am able to see my operating expenses account because if I look at up money and other places and I'm like, Oh, like, but there's money over here that looks like it needs to be spent. I'm like, no. (laughs) Um, so, uh, playing those tricks on yourself can really help. Um, too, if you end up being kind of a spender like me and it's okay, we can hang out. (laughs)
1: definitely and it's it's not a bad thing like i think we have so much shame around that that like oh Oh, like i'm such a spender or i'm such you know like i got like i I can't control myself but like we have these emotions around money that are totally natural and like they show us what we really value right like like oh like that's really important to me like i love the like the system of like keeping like that money out of sight because yeah Yeah. um that we could get like not make the best decisions with it (laughs) but yeah but like it's also not the worst thing if it gets spent right so right if you that's spend it on right. something that's like aligned with what we really want to be doing
0: yeah no that's so so true and I think it is just understanding okay like what are the things right now that I really should be spending money on and I mean should not in like a societal way should but like I know that I'm not going to clean my own house. So I should spend money on a house cleaner because yeah. otherwise, I want, right? like I
1: want to spend right. money on a house cleaner because exactly I want a clean house and I don't want <laughs> to do it. do it.
0: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. there are things that, you know, I think, some people might have guilt around or be like, but I could, you know, clean my house. Like clearly I'm an able person. That's like, no, like I don't want to, so I'm not going to. And if I have to, I don't know, get another client just so I can pay for my house cleaner, then that's what's going to happen because that's, what's really important to me and my sanity. And it makes me really happy when she comes and two and a half hours later, my house entire house smells like (laughs) lemongrass. And I'm really happy about it. So yeah. thinking about those things and not, again, I could look at like where I spend my money and be upset, but it's also like, I live, a I live a pretty happy life. And it's because I, I know the types of things that I spend money on that make me really happy. And I spend money on those things and that's that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no judgment. Yes. I think, and it's really hard to like not judge ourselves about that stuff, but like, mm-hmm. but we're, you know, we're, we're limited. We can only, we only have, we have, we only have so many hours in a day to, you know, we have deadlines and stuff like that.
0: I know. it, And I think that it's, it, you know, I think the judgment comes in for me specifically just like, okay, Jordan, you're a single person. You don't have plants to take care of. Like you have all the time in the world. No one is requiring really anything of you. So Mm -hmm. of course I can do all of these things. And about a year, year and a half ago, I had um, a personal chef who literally cooked all my meals. And yes, I actually love to cook. um, But I was really at that particular time, I had a lot going on uh, with my business. And I was just like, okay, how can I get more things off my plate? And a lot of times I outsource more in my life than in my business, because I have a lot of systems for my business that actually run it. But I think that, you know, to, to get wrapped up in like, oh, I guess for more single people, um, oh, like I have so much time and start to feel guilty and think okay. that I should spend it doing things I don't like to do. That's just like hodgepodge silliness. Like I don't, um, I don't subscribe to that to no. that thought process. So, but it's always a work in progress, right? Money mindsets mm-hmm. are always evolving and every level. You kind of have to, to jump through different leap, uh, different hurdles because you know, with success comes a bunch of different um, new things that you didn't realize when you were just kind of like coasting along and figuring stuff out. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So, and sometimes yeah. like it's not a perfect fit. Like, like right. I, I did this. I'm, I just subscribed to like a food delivery service where like, oh,
0: cool. which one?
1: Oh, hungry Root. It's a vegan one. Yes, I've seen it. I've been getting ads for There's it. There's ads, right? Yeah, I got the ads. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did that right. Yeah. Um, another one that's like Florida local, it's like eat the 80. That's like all pre-made. Oh, um, so cool. it's just like you just have to heat it up and it's not cheap. Like, like yeah. I, you know, I could cook all that for a much lower price, but, and I, and so like, I felt guilty around that. And like, and my value is like, don't spend more than like something's right. worth. Right. Um, but it is worth that. And it's, and it's like, and it's, but it's not a perfect fit where I'm like, well, if this was like $20 cheaper a month, like maybe it would be like a good value for me. But then I'm like, it's $20 a month. Like, are we seriously going to like, feel crappy about ourselves? Because over $20 a month, like, is that, is that the best use of our time? So right. Exactly. Checking yourself. It's not a perfect fit, but like, it's not a bad fit either like that the pros outweigh the cons on this one so
0: anything any other steps um in this process that people should take into consideration as well as maybe some general advice too um because obviously I could just pick your brain all day
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean looking at the numbers like you have to look at the numbers and like I, I say like you have to look at the numbers like and that that's like a not a great way of phrasing it but like you should want to look at the numbers like like it's it's okay. They're just numbers. They're not going to bite. Like they're not it, like trying to, to see them in a way that where there's no judgment and just seeing it as like, okay, how do I feel about this? Like, do I, if you feel really bad about it, like you can improve. Or if you're like, oh, this is really good. You can maintain it. Like going into it with little expectation and just trying to be conscious, not You don't have to control everything. You don't have to like be all judgy, but looking at the numbers helps so much. It helps you like be consistent in your business. You just focus on doing your work, right? Doing the job that you set out to do and trying to keep like your flexible spending within the boundary that you set, right? Because if it's too, if it's too restrictive, then like you need to expand it. If it's not working, like you're the one in charge here, like then take on another client or lower your other expenses. or, Or like we are creators here. Like we are in total control over how you respond to these circumstances, right? So as long as we see it through that lens, we're pretty good. But yeah, but there's, i say like focus like 80% on your revenue and 20% on your flexible spending and the rest of it should all be kind of automated. I love
0: that. And it makes it super simple because again, if you have to look at all of your numbers all of the time, Mm -hmm. then it can seem really overwhelming. But I like that you say, just focus on the stuff that's not fixed. Like look at the stuff that like kind of is flow and, and the numbers can change by month to month. So I think that's super, super smart. So I'm going to get into the last few questions. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business?
1: My best, my best financial investment uh, investment was probably my VA because uh, yes. like being able to, and that was like the hardest thing to actually implement. I'm like, okay, like mm. I'll pay you, but don't make me actually give you work. <laughs> um, because it was, I had, I struggled with that. But then once I did that with a good person, which um, I know the next question coming, so
0: yeah, <laughs> anticipating it, yeah, you can totally go into
1: it if you have if it's uh, directly related. Yeah, so the worst financial investment also would be a VA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just don't hire the right people. So mm-hmm. um, and sometimes like or the, and it's not like like the person was so bad; it was, it was just like we just didn't compliment each other. Like I'm. Yeah. I know now that like I'm someone who needs to be like begged for work. So I need someone to like be like, Hey, I can take I can take this over. Stop doing this or like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what I do wrong. Don't touch you, that that you're taking it back. What yo. Yeah
0: I know. I know. Those people are the greatest, like where they just anticipate, I am um, I had somebody on my team who Um, Did some scheduling stuff and I would block my schedule and say, I'm only taking calls on these days. And then she would see me schedule a call on a different day. And she would literally move it and contact the person and be like, we're not going to be talking on this day. We're talking on this day. And I'd be like, so appreciative. I'm like, thank you. Like sometimes, you know, as somebody who, appreciates boundaries and I would say I'm pretty good with them you know sometimes yeah. we're all human and so to have somebody else be like mm, nope that was cute but you're not actually going to do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be super helpful
1: yeah so uh yes.
0: where can people find you online share your site social media where are you
1: at so I am at the on Facebook I'm facebook.com slash the holistic wallet but on instagram and twitter i'm just at the handle holistic wallet no fee
0: no the gotcha all that stuff will be in the show notes so you can go and follow michelle's brilliance thank you so much for coming on and sharing and enlightening us about how money doesn't have to be this big scary crazy thing um it really 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 can be simple so thanks so much for being on
1: thanks so much for having me go system.